Welcome to episode number seven of Product Management Meets Pop Culture, the one and only podcast that explores the world of product management by looking at it through the loony lens of popular culture. My name is Chris Cummings, and on today's show, we're going to review the new movie Iron Man 2 and talk about what Tony Stark and Frank Perdue have in common, all in 10 minutes or less. Did we pick up now where we left off? Mr. Stark, please. Yes, dear. Can I have your attention? Absolutely. Our priority here is to have you turn over the Iron Man weapon to the American people. Well, you can forget it. We're safe. America is secure. You want my property? You can't have it. But I did you a big favor. I have successfully privatized world peace. We're adjourned for the day. You've been a delight. That's a clip from Iron Man 2, the year's first big blockbuster. And I think we can do this without spoiling anything major, but just in case, here's your spoiler warning! Now, for the non-comic book geeks among us, because, come on, I know there's at least one, Iron Man is an armor-clad superhero, a high-tech battlesuit created and piloted by billionaire industrialist Tony Stark, played once again by Robert Downey Jr. The first movie was Iron Man's origin. In it, Tony revealed to the world that he was Iron Man, no secret identity. In the first few minutes of Iron Man 2, we see Tony hasn't really changed at all. Yes, he's been through a life-changing ordeal, and he's operating now at a different level. He's a celebrity who literally has the power to change the world. But, personality-wise, he's still the same guy, even more so. He's living faster, drinking harder, taking more chances. He's living a life that's larger than life, and it's going to his head. He's cockier, even more narcissistic, and it's those same excesses well, that make us love him, but also get him into trouble. Now, just like they have his entire life. She's actually doing a big spread on me for vanity. Oh, I thought I I'd throw her yeah. a bone, you know. Right. right? Yes. Well, she did quite a spread on Tony last year. And she wrote a story as well. <laughs> Speaking of story, Tony's fighting battles on multiple fronts this time. His arch-business rival, Justin Hammer, played by Sam Rockwell, is creating an army of iron suits himself. The U.S. government wants to make Iron Man property of the Defense Department, and there's a violent genius played by Mickey Rourke who's out for revenge on the Stark family. On top of all that, Tony's fighting a losing battle against his own body as his continued use of the Iron Man armor slowly poisons his blood. Despite his somewhat self-destructive attitude, Tony's not alone. Don Cheadle plays Tony's best friend Rhodey, Gwyneth Paltrow is the new CEO of Stark Industries, Scarlett Johansson is a secretary with a secret, and Samuel L. Jackson once again plays the leader of a mysterious group that may or may not have future plans for either Tony, Iron Man, or possibly both. Downey is in top form as Tony Stark. Charming, funny, engaging, even when he's being a jackass. Actually, especially when he's being a jackass. Tony's weakness isn't kryptonite, it's his ego, and I'm glad they're leaving that in place even as they advance his story. Now, the movie isn't perfect. In several spots, Especially in scenes where Jackson is prominent, you get a sense that all of this is maybe just set up for the Avengers movie in 2012. But Iron Man 2 is the perfect summer movie. Fun, fast, action-packed, with convincing special effects. Definitely worth watching on the big screen. Iron Man 2 is in theaters now and is rated PG-13.
I read a study recently that people who win the lottery, and win big, don't change as much as you'd think. Sure, there's some short-term excitement and euphoria, but intrinsically, we pretty much stay who we are. Tony Stark represents this really well. Despite all the danger and heartache and celebrity, he essentially remains the same flawed man. There's an authenticity to that, to him, that's appealing. In my product management circles, we don't really talk that much about brand authenticity, but it's important. Trust is a cornerstone of how consumers make decisions. If a person or product is authentic, you're more likely to trust them. And the more you trust them, the more likely you are to spend time and maybe some money with them. As product managers, our jobs depend on delivering value to customers and delivering financial benefits to the people who write our paychecks, so this isn't an issue to be taken lightly. Which, of course, is why I'm now going to play a chicken commercial. Government standards would allow me to call this a grade A chicken, but my standards wouldn't. This chicken is skinny, it has scrapes, and hairs. The fact is, my graders reject 30% of the chickens government graders accept as grade A. That's why it pays to insist on a chicken with my name on it. If you're not completely satisfied, write me, and I'll give you your money back. Who do you write in Washington? What do they know about chickens? That was Frank Perdue about 25 years ago, talking about the values he believes in. You might think that it's a little strange because a chicken's a chicken, right? It's a commodity. Who cares what the CEO of the chicken company believes in? But in a world where there's little difference between one company's product offering and another's, being able to articulate what you believe in, being able to translate that into action, being able to reflect that in your products and in your product marketing, that's a solid way to separate yourself from the pack. If you are authentic in your approach, if you're true to your brand's values, you'll be more aware, on a personal level, of what you're trying to accomplish, the reasons beyond financial gain that you do what you do, and hopefully, ultimately, Reflect those values in everything that touches your product. That, my friends, is worth about $4.1 billion if you're Purdue Chicken. Or if you're Iron Man 2, about $100 million domestically in your opening weekend. If you have thoughts about superheroes, chickens, or product authenticity, please email me through the contact page at ChristopherCummings.com. Show notes for this episode are available there, too. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.